Hi, this is Stuart Weems, and thanks for listening to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy-to-understand insights, strategies, and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. And in this episode, I'd like to talk about evidence-based investing. Evidence-based investing is essentially the adoption of a rules-based approach to investing. So when we go off invest in property or shares or bonds, instead of sort of investing based on what we think might work or someone else's opinion or we might take a view on a certain market or asset, instead of doing that, what we do is we adopt a set of rules that will guide our investment decisions. And those rules are rooted in long-term empirical evidence and often peer-reviewed academic studies. So we're not just guessing in regards to investing. What we're trying to do is deliberately apply a set of rules with absolute discipline and integrity for the process. Uh, and so an evidence-based approach just feels more comfortable, it's lower risk, um, it sort of takes, it's a more transparent process, so it sort of takes the ambiguity or opaqueness out of making investment decisions. Um, so what's an example of a non-evidence-based investing approach? Well, stock picking is a really good example, right? So we have to go out and pick a stock, which stock should we buy? We might be wrong, we might be right. It's going to be based on really someone's view, subjective view or idea. And they might use different methodologies like value or growth. So there might be some substance or or rationale behind um, why they're picking that stock. But there's a huge body, body of evidence to demonstrate that stock pickers don't work, that they can't consistently beat the market. And the problem is it's not repeatable. You know, that if I come up with a great stock tip idea this week, you know, in next month I've got to come up with a brand new idea and I've got to do it consistently well that it, that it continues to produce excessive returns. So there's really five benefits to using evidence-based approach. And the first one I've already talked about is that it's repeatable. So with rules, you've got a certain set of rules that you adopt. You can repeat that process and and keep implementing the same rules. Uh, secondly, it's lower cost, typically lower cost, because you don't need to pay for some genius or some oracle to sort of spin the wheel and come up with a new idea each time that you go and invest you're using a rules-based approach number three you can back test the results so you can ask yourself if i had have applied these rules and invested in this way over the last 10 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years what would have the results been now that doesn't guarantee that past performance will repeat itself but it, again it provides pretty strong evidence that it's a it's a better approach than just some sort of black box idea uh, number four, it's easier to understand. So ev- with evidence-based rules, you don't have to put your faith in opinions of one person or a group of people. Instead, what you're doing is putting your faith in a proven methodology that's actually um, rooted in observation, factual observation, studies, and so forth. So these things can be proven. And number five, it really prevents you from making mistakes. And most um, financial mistakes are, are made because of emotional or reactionary or noise-driven investing and people either responding because of fear or greed, which is the two primary emotions that get people in trouble with respect to financial decisions. And so if you follow a set of rules, it helps you keep on the straight and narrow and not make any silly financial decisions. So let me give you an example of two evidence-based rules approach, one for shares and one for investing in property. So when it comes to shares, the, uh, a rules-based approach is very much index passive investing because lots of studies show that around about 40% or less active fund managers beat the market 
on a year-by-year basis. Um, however, that performance doesn't persist, and in fact, the 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 active fund managers that beat the market this year own less than seven or eight percent of them will will have continued to have beaten the market in three years' time. So what that suggests is that you get one fund manager that will do really well this year, and then likely that underperform the following years. Uh, notwithstanding that, um, the fees that they charge are somewhere between uh, two to ten times higher than what you'd pay with an active uh, passive fund manager, I should say. So therefore, you've got to try and pick a fund manager that's going to beat the market. Then you've got to decide uh, in 12 months to divest of that fund manager, and then you've got to try and pick the next winner. And then you've got to do that with pretty much 100% accuracy because you've got to consistently produce excessive returns that are going to more than offset the higher fees. Well, forget about it. All the evidence is against you, and the, all the evidence is for passive investing. So just invest in a broad-based, low-cost index fund. Um, a, a evidence-based approach when it comes to investing in property uh, is very much there's three rules which I've written about before um, that if you apply typically represent uh, investment-grade property. So that is the first one, you've got to have a strong land value component. So more than 50% of the property's value is attributable to land component, and that could be uh, an attributable land value for apartments as well. So apartments have a, not all, but good quality ones have an attributable land value. Uh, number two, you want scarcity, scarcity both in architectural style and also land supply. And number three, you want historical growth rate above 7%. So you want to track sales over the last 20, 30, 40 years and then work out what the past growth of that property has been. Now, if you apply those three rules to property selection, um, property is a little bit of an art as well, so you certainly need some independent advice, but really applying those three rules, there's a very high probability that you won't make a mistake. So that's evidence-based investing. If you want more information, check out the links below in the show notes. Uh, Bye for now.